Okay, so hi. My. <laughs> oh, I'll try that again. That wasn't very good. <laughs> or I'll just keep, leave all this in. Keep this in, please. Yeah, this is the good stuff right here. Uh, hi, and welcome to Venture Bros, a Venture Brothers podcast. Uh, this week, uh, we are going to be talking the episode Careers in Science. Uh, so I am joined by my always co-host, Nick Friedemann, and my new always co-host, Graham Mason. Hello! Hello. (laughs) Nick went way more sensual with his greetings. I did. Sitting here with my shirt off because it's a little hot in here, so... (laughs) None of us need looking at (laughs) I'm wearing a shirt and Uh, a hoodie, so that's that's that. I'm wearing two shirts. (laughs) (laughs) That's more than enough shirts for all three of us. Apparently, according to you. Yeah, who wears no shirt? That's I don't need to know that. I wish I did. <laughs> now I'm just going to be picturing that you're rubbing your nipples the whole episode. Anyhow. Uh, That's what that sound is. <laughs> I thought it was he was sanding something down. <laughs> My nipples are chafy, so yes. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, so before we get started in this one, uh, I'd like to ask Graham to answer uh, the question I asked Nick last time, or first time. Uh-oh. Uh, how did you come to Venture Brothers, and uh, what do you love about it? Oh, man. I don't remember, actually, now. Probably Adult Swim. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I love the Adventure Boys. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> you remember the name so well. <laughs> um, oh, <know>, Dank and Heen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dank. <laughs> Ooh. He's hilarious when he's punching. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, so it's probably just one of those things that I found on, you know, good old Adult Swim back in the day. And then, yeah, just have loved it since. Uh, okay, so with that accomplished, uh, we can start <laughs> talking this episode. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we did accomplish it. We did. Um, Mission accomplished. So- <laughs> just, as, just as good as Bush. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, anyway, so today's episode is Careers in Science, or Career in Science is how I have it in my notes, because apparently I don't like S's. Um, there is an S in science, though, Brian. No, Brian didn't use it, though. It's just C-I-E-N-C-E. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's still- <laughs> I mean, I guess it would still mispro- work. Yeah, it still kind of works. It, it, it does for me. Clearly, I yeah. pronounced it right. <laughs> You're just saving time. Yeah, except for all this time we just wasted explaining how I saved that time. Indeed. Aving time left and right. (laughs) Yep. Um, Okay, so this one, for me, was a long time my favorite episode of the entire series. There's something about just the the whole story with Rusty and uh, how he basically ruined Gargantua 1. And it led to one of their best specials of all this in Gargantua 2. Um, there's just so much about this episode that I think is absolutely hysterical and wonderful that usually when I tell people who've never seen anything and have no interest in watching it, this is the one I point them to. I'm like, this is a really good intro. You get the boys. You get how stupid they are. You get wonderful uh, Doc where you finally start having him like do his hallucinations and how he thinks of his dad as this like god that he has to avoid. Brock has a great side story. Like, everything in this episode, for me, just works. I don't know how you guys feel about it. 
Well, it's it's funny because like you mentioned last time that this was your favorite episode and that you yeah. quote it all the time, and I did not recognize it by the title, and I just nodded along and I was like, "Yeah, me too." And then <laughs> indeed, careers in science. Yeah. Yep, uh huh, gotta be. Good. And then I watched it and I was like, "Oh shit, I do quote this all the time." <laughs> Especially the it's on, it's off, it's on, it's off, it's oh, on, yeah. it's off. It's called blinking. Uh, <laughs> I think there's every... so many good moments. I, so many. There's. There's a few times, like, when I would get into a parking spot, I do the whole, like, uh, the same way that Brock, like, arrives in the station. Like, oh, yeah, just, just gotta do it real slow. And, like, oh, that's a big one. <laughs> that's, a, that's a tight fit. <laughs> it's almost like they were made for each other. They were yes, made for each were. other. <laughs> they I were just made by the, the same man. The, the intro to that bit is, where do you want this hot rocket? <laughs> Uh, goodness. Like <laughs> and this was, I mean, in my opinion, I, I granted people might disagree with me, but this is like the first time where, I mean, granted we're only two episodes in, but like they really started showing their nerdiness with like uh, references of like science fiction stuff and old TV shows and old movies. Like, even though they don't fully dive into it, all those references are still, they start happening here. And it's, I, I love seeing those things start happening, especially with the uh, the blinking light that looks like Hal from yeah. uh, 2001. Exactly. I also think that, like, we talked a lot about last the last two episodes and kind of how they set up the characters. And it's funny because I think this one is the first one where we really get to experience not just uh, Dr. Venture, but Brock as well. Kind of like oh, yeah. what makes them tick, a little bit of their background, um, just kind of in general, what is funny about them. Like, I think that this is where they finally realize, I mean, they were edging towards this in the last two episodes, but this is where they finally realized that it's much, much, much more funny to have Dr. Venture just constantly frustrated by everybody. You oh, know, yeah. Like his intro scene in this episode is him just like, being annoyed at the two boys and just being like not cool and i think that's a great intro for his character oh yeah he gets super pissed and then even brock's like i'm cool yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he has no problem with it whatsoever no but there's a there's something with like rusky that i think they did in this episode that just made him so annoyed the whole way through and it was wonderful and that's him pissing his own spacesuit yes <laughs> Like, that was such a brilliant idea of just something that, you like, it's just in the back of your head the whole time. Because they only kind of make a few references to it, like, here and there. Like, I think after the, uh, your daddy's basing in his own juices, like, they don't really bring it up again after that till it pours out of the suit and ruins everything. Right. Exactly. But it's just in the, in the back of your mind the whole episode, and you're like, he is so uncomfortable and annoyed <laughs> this whole time. Like, and all, it's... We've oh, all go had, ahead, Graham. Sorry. <laughs> like we've all had wet shoes like just imagine that yeah. just being filled in your whole spacesuit and the whole setup for it is incredible because they set up for it the first thing in the episode is like no i i really have to pee i really need to use the restroom and they just keep on going and going and going and then now he's basting in his own juices <laughs> for the exactly. rest of the episode and it's a situation that he creates himself. Like, I think that's the best part, is that he's annoyed at everybody else, but he could easily fix this. Like, this is an easily fixable situation that he just refuses to take the extra effort <laughs> to fix. Well, it's that, and it's like, he he very well, he built his own fucking spacesuit. Like, he should yeah. know there's no waste collection. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh god, I I love that. And then the the other thing in this episode that's like the running gag that I just find hysterical. Um, and I apologize to women everywhere, but the ugly woman joke the whole way through, it just destroys me. See, it's funny. Like I was gonna say that that was the one part that I didn't really love about the episode was that, and it's really only one moment that bothered me. I think a lot of it works really well, but the one yeah. moment that bothered me, and it's used to set up a joke by Hank and Dean, which is when they catch the, I think, Dr. Blagojevich and Brock having sex, and they think that it's Phantom Spaceman. Phantom mm-hmm. Spaceman! So like, exactly. And they use that to set up the like her helmet coming off, and then them realizing that it's Dr. Blagojevich. Right. But I think the thing that bothers me is that Brock is such like a ladies man and he doesn't seem to care who he has sex with and it's weird to me that he has her wear the helmet because it never seems to bother him in any other situation so it just felt a little off for his character that's the thing that kind of irked Hmm. me about it I'll agree with him making her wear the helmet didn't really seem like him usually he just wouldn't care he's like "Ah, she's ugly whatever the, exactly. Yeah. The thing that I like about it is isn't the fact that she's ugly and they they hate her for that. It's the fact that they they couldn't decide how to describe how to draw a woman ugly enough to make everyone have that reaction, so they just never show her face. Exactly. <laughs> that I do like. I do like the the cleverness of getting around like you have to fill it in yourself yeah. sort of thing. I thought that was that was really funny. And yeah, the joke is really dated and it doesn't work nearly as well now as it did then and it probably would not be in an episode these days, but for the time, I still think it was really funny. Oh, for sure. And then you have Bud Manstrong, or however you pronounce his last name, or I'm yeah. be totally wrong about that. Is it Manstrong? It's, Man- no, it's yeah. Manstrong. Yeah, yeah Bud yeah. Manstrong. That's what. It, uh, he's a guy who comes back later, and like every time he shows up, he cracks me up. Like I really like Bud. He's just the the perfect like mama's boy dullard. Yes. Yeah. And, <laughs> And just their whole relationship of uh, him and, um, I'm forgetting her name now, but the whole, like, he won't have sex with her because it's too early and he doesn't want to rush things. They've been up there for years. Yes. <laughs> just holding hands and taking long walks around the station. Oh, my God. Like, God bless her. She she put up with so much. <laughs> Seriously. And I do like that they give her that moment, too, where she's just like, like, what do you want from me? Like you yeah. had your you had an opportunity to pursue me as like a romantic interest and just nothing happens. So like what the fuck do you want? Yeah. She's well, given him so many inter- like <laughs> go ahead. He had, to, he had to talk to his mother first. So that was the thing. <laughs> of he had to get permission. <laughs> oh, and we meet her later and it's like one of my favorite like I think that episode is one of my favorites where you kind of get the reintroduction of like this whole situation. That's great. I still I'm not a big fan of the ghost Abraham Lincoln, but we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get there eventually. We'll get there. I mean, I enjoy it, but you know, um, I love Bud Manstrong's confrontation of Bogoyevich too. I think that's hilarious. Oh yeah. Um, wait, with him or with uh, Brock in space? Because those are the two that I loved. Uh, with him and her. Like, okay. Oh, I I know what happened between you two. Oh, I was like, I've, I shaked his hand. Man, he's got huge sausage fingers. What, does he have a huge, like, mushroom down there? <laughs> That's, That's the, the best. No, you took it in the lap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I'm trying to think of other things that we haven't really sp- talked about in this one. There, there's not really uh, a ton of history that I looked into this one. This didn't really seem like that special of an episode in any way. Um, it's It's the first intro you get of the dad. 
is like a, an actual true intro. They've talked about the dad mm-hmm. before, and I think you've seen him in like a flashback bit before, but it's the first time you actually get to experience Rusty's relationship with his father. And That's I wrote true. down in my notes, like, this is the first time that I think I actually understand Rusty. Like, I would never want to hang out with Rusty Venture. I think he would be <laughs> a nightmarish situation. I would totally hang out with him. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, my God. <laughs> Like, get ready for, like, one of the the longest, worst nights of your life, I feel like. (laughs) Yeah, but he's got all the coolest toys. You know he's going to have the newest Nerf. That's for sure. You get hover boots. Hell yeah. That's true. Hover boots, Nick. Uh, Not worth it. (laughs) Wow. I've definitely put up with some bad friends for some cool toys. For for hover boots? Hell yeah. Dean always looks like he's having so much fun. (laughs) 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 Ugh. But... (laughs) I do think that it's the first relation, like glimpse of how Rusty became Rusty, which is his father is terrible, and it, we talked about that mm. before. But his father is atrocious. Oh, he's a real bad dude, and like I, I love that he's always held as this like god level esteem, and we never, I mean, to this day, we still don't have a full answer of whatever happened to him, right? I don't think so. I don't think you ever figure out how he died. No, uh, or or if he's dead quote-unquote that's true that's uh, very true hmm i wonder if they'll ever actually answer that i don't think they will no um because they've kind of answered some things like they've answered some like they've kind of answered who the mom is or you can kind of guess who the mom is yeah and they've answered um well i guess they still haven't answered why the monarch actually hates venture they yeah you're right they but, kind of do but not really like yeah. i think they'd make jokes but nothing that seems solid yeah, because like yeah. there's that one interchange between the Moppets and uh, Doctor, I think it's Doctor Miss and the Monarch at that point, where they're like, "Why does he hate the uh, Doctor Venture?" And she's like, "Well, because he has more hate in his heart than anyone." Yeah, but why does he hate him? Because he's the best villain out there. No, but what did he do to make him hate him? He's got more hate in his heart. <laughs> God, what do we have to do to get a straight answer? It's, it's so good. I do. I also love one other thing I wanted to bring up as well is I I rewatched this episode and then I watched it again later because I was like I just want to make sure I didn't miss anything and just like to brush up on the Venture Brothers as a whole. Mm. And I love Helper. I think this is such a great oh, Helper yeah. episode. Helper is incredible. I think he's. I mean, the Diodilus, uh dangerous as well with the, the oh yeah yes. Mexican the horn was hilarious. <laughs> But no, uh, Helper is like the greatest uh, supporting thing and consistent thing for just that uh, just random, you know, comedic relief. And it's just, yeah, I love him a bunch. I also like that they, they kind of knew when to stop using him as much. Like, because he was yes. so yeah. good early on, but he'd be kind of one noted after a while. And they kind of go like, well, they made him into a walking eye and then they just kind of stopped using him as much. But in the beginning, he was so good. And this one, when he's doing his best Sandra Bullock in space, it's just... It's so good. <laughs> oh, it's so true. It has my favorite moment where it just randomly cuts to this woman in what I assume is oh New York God. City on the phone. <laughs> and she's talking to somebody and it just snap cuts to help her. And she's like, I've got another call. And then like he's just screaming as he's flying through space. And she's like, oh, somebody was trying to fax me. And that's the whole thing. It's one of the best bits I think I've ever seen on the show. Oh, God, I love this episode. Um... All right, where are we at? We're at about... We've been talking for about 20-ish right minutes. about 17, 17-ish 17 17. minutes. Yeah. Um, 
what haven't we hit? Is there something we haven't talked about in this thing that we we should definitely hit before every Venture Brothers fan out there goes, "What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah. Um, um, go ahead, Graham. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I just wanted to circle back to um, Rusty and his father's uh, relationship and just yeah. kind of say it's like, yeah. I mean, if you like, I think we all did kind of growing up watching some of these, you know, uh, science, you know, boy wonder type shows. Yeah, um, definitely. And then you see these figures like Johnny Quest and stuff like that, um, and their father. Action, Johnny, like, please. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, wow, you know how how cool would it be if my dad was you know a crazy you know scientist doing all this stuff and traveling the world and blah blah blah. And you're like, this is probably the most realistic version of what that would be. Like, no, it'd be really terrible because your dad would never be home. You would always be out doing some incredible stuff. And then would come back and just like give you a shot in the shoulder and be like, Man, I wish you were there. And you're like, Yeah, that's that's not a that's not a great father. It's a, it's a lot of cool stories, but not well, not very cool. That and it's just like that the uh the question that he asked him is very true. Who lets a ten year old build a space station? Exactly. <laughs> it's like Yeah. Well, like, but, and, you know, what else would he do? It's like, that's that's the father. That's ex- exactly what he would do. He would totally be that version. But who does well, that? Yeah. Well, Jonas <laughs> Jonas had to be on a space station because he had to be building a space station. He's not yeah. going to, like, he's not going to have the fucking Team Venture watch Rusty. Rusty's got to be with Dad at all times. And it's like, that's probably not a good idea. You, your son <laughs> might be a really non-adjusted son of a bitch when he grows up. <laughs> Addicted to diet pills. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever those are. <laughs> yeah. yeah, those now, were not diet pills. If they can make you stop hallucinating, I think those were, uh, fuck, I don't even know what those would be. Something else, yeah. Yeah. Like yep. anti- antipsychotics. That was a great moment, though. Like, oh, I found one. Bye, daddy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, and that also has, like, some of my favorite things of, like, uh, just how he thinks. Like, just showing how Dr. Venture thinks is so fun, because it's like, He's having an argument with himself and is fully aware that he's having an argument with himself and still loses to himself. <laughs> yes. Like, he's having an argument with his dad that he admits is part of his subconscious, and his dad wins the argument. Like, even in a subconscious way, he's still lesser than his dad. And that says so much about Rusty. For sure. And there's an amazing line that he has where he was like, oh, I guess I always imagined you were bigger than me. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And it's like this really kind of like heartbreak. Like, I think James Urbaniak is amazing in this episode as Dr. Venture. Oh, yeah. Like, I think that he gives him a sense of humanity that he didn't really have before, but also not taking it so far where you're like, I empathize with him. You're just kind of seeing where these problems come from, and you're just like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. That makes it real, though. I mean, yeah, you, can totally, sure. you can totally see that. And you're like, wow, you're, you weren't 12 feet tall. It's like, oh, yeah. I, guess I, <laughs> I guess I always thought you was towering over me. It's like, yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, it's kind of nuts. Uh, one other random thing I want to bring up, this is all the, the moment really deserves, is when the airlock gets open and Brock somehow still survives. <laughs> the face that he has as he's holding on to whatever it is that he's holding on to <laughs> is the funniest face. I don't know why, but it cracked me up so much that I rewatched it and was just like, this is the funniest, most intense, in-pain face I've ever seen in a show. The fact that he grabs a cigarette as it's flying out past him. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, that's wonderful. And I just, I love the, like, anyone else who's been sucked out of an airlock would A, be dead. But B, just the Certainly. fact that he comes in and just goes, 
I need to lie down for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> and then she comes in and he's like, are you okay? And he's like, I coughed up one of those things. A little pink thing about the size of a kiwi fruit. <laughs> yeah, a kiwi fruit. <laughs> I don't feel anything missing, though, so I think I'll be all right. Yes! Oh, that's so good. Oh, God. Um... All right, I'm going to look at my notes really quick and see if there's anything that I feel that we must talk about before we, we move into our last thing here. Um, nope, those are all notes for the next episode. Um, no, that was everything. Oh, uh, I'm forgetting his name right now. Thurrell, I'm forgetting his first name. The guy who does the music. I think his music in this episode is absolutely phenomenal, and they bring it back a lot uh, after this one. But that zoo, 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 like, yes, it's mm. so good. Like, it just brings you into the episode just immediately, and it just has that perfect, like, 1950s sci-fi sort of, like, everything's okay, even though we're oh, definitely man. destroying the environment. Like, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, it's such a good song. Like, I love the hell out of it. If you guys don't, haven't found it yet, they put all of his original music for Venture Brothers on Spotify about a month ago. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. It's so good. Like, I've listened to all of it many times through, and it's just... The guy just blows me away every time, but this... This song, I think, is one of my favorites of his throughout the entire thing. Yeah, I mean, I think just, like, talking about the music and the art, and obviously this is true pretty much for the rest of the show, but I think they do such a great job at mimicking all of the, you know, stories and shows that we grew up on, and just, like, it takes you there. It it fills that space, but then yet, you know, not modernizes it, but, you know, uh, matures it enough for us to enjoy again now. Um, with all these kind of like little inside jokes and stuff like that. I think it's incredible. Oh, yeah. For sure. And, and it's like one of those things where like I didn't really even watch those shows that much, but I watched them enough to enjoy them and always kind of know what they were. Sure. Yeah. And then I kind of agree with both of them when uh, when they talked about, like when they went back to um, Johnny Quest when they are prepping for this show, they're like, this show really didn't age well. Like it's not very fun to watch at all anymore. And like I don't disagree with them at all. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> no. like as a kid, I'm like, yeah, okay, this is kind of fun. But it's mostly because you're just imagining yourself in these scenarios, and it's yeah. not because the scenarios themselves are that great to watch. This show's great because it's just great to watch. I don't exactly. want to beat anyone on this show. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. no absolutely not. Um. All right, so for our last segment here, we do uh, favorite moments in the entire in the episode. Uh, you get your one favorite moment. What's your biggest takeaway scene? Uh, and then we'll get out of this. Uh, Graham, do you want to go first? Sure. Um, I think what you were talking like when we opened this episode, what you were talking about is like this is one of the more quotable episodes. And yeah, I think one of the more quotable things was the it's on, it's off, it's on, it's off, it's on, it's off. And I have quoted that scene more times than anything else in my life. And so, yeah, that's that's one of my favorite scenes for sure. I mean, nearly every time I come across a blinking light, I will make that joke. Much yep. to Chewie's annoyance. Um, <laughs> Accurate. Uh, Accurate. Uh, my favorite moment in this entire thing, I have to go with... Uh, it has to be the, the very opening of the spaceship docking at the station. Just their interchange <laughs> is just so great. Uh, Nick, what about you? Mine, uh, it's weird. This quote I didn't realize came from this episode, but it is the quote that I use all the time when thinking, like, either at work or anywhere else if somebody asks me for a favor, which is when Dr. Venture says, flattery will get you everywhere, which I think (laughs) sums up his character so well. (laughs) Yeah, that that definitely does it. (laughs) (laughs) 
Did we even mention the fact that uh, Rusty's the one who actually broke the space station the fr- in the first no, place? No, we didn't. Yeah, so how did we forget that? At all. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's the best thing about it is just like the subconsciously you think this is your fault. Oh my god, it is my fault. <laughs> <laughs> and how it references itself in its own episode, I think, is pretty great too. Oh yeah, with yeah, the, with its own flashback. Like, the greatest thing about the episode, and we all three forgot it. Uh, way to go! We're still firing on all cinders over here, Adventure Bros. Um, yeah. <laughs> Adventure I, I Boys. Want- it's Adventure Adventure, Boys. yes, the Adventure Boys. Um, one thing I also wanted to bring up is that this is kind of like, it's a really well-constructed episode, but it's also kind of like a ballsy, what is essentially second episode. You introduce the monarch in the true first episode, and then he's nowhere to be found in this. Where it's kind of like, if you were watching from episode one to episode two, I think you'd assume that they would trot out the same sort of structure, and they don't. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, like kind of like a monster of the week, but like re-attempt exactly. of the week. Or like, yeah, Cobra Commander or something like that to where it's like, oh, yeah, and then when are they going to fight again? Exactly. Like, it's pretty interesting. <laughs> like you with the Power Rangers have like, um, oh, well, they're going to fight this monster and this and that. I wonder if they're going <laughs> to win. I bet they do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Grab just made me relive a horrifying story from my childhood of my mom <laughs> ruining the Power Rangers for me <laughs> by being sarcastic. <laughs> okay, so let's do a quick round of plugs if we have them, and then we can uh, we'll say goodbye. Uh, uh, you're already on the feed, so if you feel like listening to it uh, after the hype, we've been going on for about six to seven years now, so there's plenty of episodes for you to listen to. Um, none available with Nick anymore because we've ran out of server space, but plenty with Graham if you want to hear Graham on After the Hype. Yay! Uh, Bye, and... Nick. <laughs> it's okay. I'm just crying over here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's it for me, plug-wise. Do you guys have anything to plug? I do not. Nick, you're working on a video game, right? What's that video game? Uh, I can't say, but... <laughs> you're just not aware. Out, you're, not, you're not aware of what it is? You're working. Uh, you I'm not even know. sure. It's like uh, that joke in Monty Python where it was so funny that people died, so they split it up into three word segments. So right now I'm working on a three word segment, and I have no idea what's around me. <laughs> so play that cool. game from Nick Graham. Anything to plug? <laughs> nothing. Nothing really. Just doing boring life, you know. Cool. So go do boring life. Yeah. Uh... I'm just watching the Adventure Boys, and that's pretty much it. Ringing endorsement from Graham for boring life. Uh, okay, so that's it for us uh, here at Venture Brothers. I'll give it a very soft go team venture and uh, bye. Go. Bye.